Hello everyone, welcome to another show of Ensalada Latina. How's everyone doing today? Daniel is here with us. How are you, Daniel? Very good, Jorge. Thanks for inviting me again. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Thanks for coming. Today we got our coffees ready and we are going to talk about today about something that happened recently, right? Yep. It was the Latin American Film Festival in Christchurch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And, and I think it was also in all uh, New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the people who do it, they do it in each town, right? Exactly. In just one go. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think so, yeah. So that happened probably a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. And there was some really, really cool Spanish-speaking movies because it's also Spain. Spain is included, right? Exactly. So, yeah, the Latin American and Spain Film okay, Festival. Cool. So we're going to talk about a few movies that we saw. Uh, Daniel, you saw a bit more movies than me, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I only saw a couple more, than oh, you, yeah. but, but it's, that's all right. Yeah. yeah, so basically what we saw together was um, Gabo, The Magic of Reality. And that movie was about um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. For those who don't know, Gabriel Garcia Marquez is... He's a writer. Yes. He's a Colombian writer, the most famous Colombian writer. He's also the winner of the Nobel, Nobel Prize. Prize. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, he was a really... Uh, successful yeah. writer and, and he died a few years ago he died a few years ago yeah, and they made a documentary about his life apparently he grew in a very very poor area of um, of Colombia yeah he did and yeah well he had a really really interesting life we're gonna be talking about that uh, that um, documentary a little bit and what's the other movie that you saw the other one is a Spain movie it, it has a few years now it's uh, it's called uh, Marshland and it's mm. a thriller. It's a oh, Spain nice. thriller. It's an amazing, it amazing cool? movie. I yes. mean, it's really cool. It's one of the best movies that Spain has made. Oh, wow. For me. Yeah, I, I mean, I really liked it. Mm, nice. But before we start doing our chat, we're going to get some coffee now, guys. And if you are listening and not doing anything else, just grab your coffee. And on top of that, we're going to go to the first song, which is Cariñito by... Puerto Rican American Puerto Rican power. Puerto Rican power. Yes, this is what we call back home we call it a very wedding wedding song because you can find it in every wedding they're gonna play it. So let's have a listen.
And that was Cariñito by, uh, what is it? Uh, Puerto Rican Power. Um, okay, there, your microphone's on, Daniel. And we are back, guys. And then, so what is the movie that we're going to talk about first, Daniel? So let's talk first about the the movie that opened the the, the festival, okay. which is the which is a Spanish movie, mm. and it is called uh, Marshland. Marshland. But in Spanish, it's called La Isla Minima. Mm. So this is a movie that happens in the eighties in the south of Spain, and it tells the story of two detectives, mm. very particular detectives, let's say. And they are investigating the murder of two uh, young girls in, and a, in a remote town of the south of Spain. Mm. And so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's. I think it's related with a serial killer that has been doing this for a long time mm. in the in this town, Spain. And yeah, it's really it's it's a really good movie. It's 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 a really good movie. And well, I won't. Um, it's a spoiler, but uh, mm. they kind of, I mean... Is there a plot twist? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a plot <laughs> twist, exactly. Nice, cool. Uh, and that movie set up in the 1980s, right? Yeah, exactly. Nice. I'm not sure if it is... Um, what? If it has to... No, probably I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, mm. Because I thought for a while that it... It was based on real events, but no, I don't mm. think so. Yeah. Mm. Well, but yeah. <coughs> nowadays, a lot of movies are based on real events. Um, so this movie opened the festival, right? Yeah. How was that? So you went to the opening. How was the opening ceremony of the festival? Uh, it was fine. It was alright. Uh, there were a lot of people also. So mm. I think it's. I think the festival is becoming more and more popular. This is the second time that I that I assist. Uh, last year, I think we went together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To we the went opening. to the opening, yeah. Yeah, so mm. I think this this year it was uh, more people attend. Oh, nice. So, cool. yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I think yeah. it's becoming more and more popular. Yeah. So well, it, you know, the first really time the first time that I saw that there was uh, such a festival here, I got really, I'm, honestly, I got really excited about it because so far, isn't it? Like, so, far, so far from far. South America. And then yeah. when, I, when I looked at the movies, the movies were so... What was the word? Remote, you know. Mm -hmm. The movies were so, so... And uh, there are so many movies that I don't know about. Yeah, exactly. You know, movies that I didn't even know about uh, when I was there, you know, that are not even popular in the country. You yeah, know, they're yeah. super, super uh, unique or not mainstream. Yeah, because last year you saw an Ecuadorian movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we saw... What was the name of it? I don't remember, but it was really cool. It was about. Um, but did you see it before the film? No, no, I, ha I had no idea it existed. Yeah, exactly. so it was <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was awesome. I remember this movie was about. It's a mockumentary. Mm -hmm. It's a fake documentary about how Ecuador, my country, stopped existing. Mm -hmm. So it's basically a an anecdote of a lot of people uh, saying how Ecuador. Um, became annexed to Colombia and Peru and just mm -hmm. stopped existing as a country. And people saying like, yeah, you know, that country had nowhere to go. It's good that it just, people just scrapped it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it was it was really nice. And I had no idea that movie existed. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's also, I mean, and to, and all, we also watched this year the documentary of Gabriel Garcia Marquez, which mm. is the documentary we're going to talk about next. And I'm not sure I have heard about it. I mean, I think I've heard about it you before I came when I was in Colombia, mm. but I, I'm not so sure. I think I also 
For example, yeah. for example, my my girlfriend who who went with me, she didn't know about the documentary. Mm, okay. So yeah, she was. It was the first time. Yeah. That she that she heard about it. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and uh, that documentary I think is pretty new because Gabriel Garcia Marquez only passed away what like three years ago, something like that. Or more, yeah, or probably. More. Yeah, I think he passed away <coughs> about three or four years ago, which is not that long. Uh, and this documentary was made after, uh, yeah, after he passed away. So, be uh, right now we're gonna go to the next song, guys. And after that, we're gonna in talk twi- about in 2014. Died. Oh, in 2014. So that's yeah, four, five, five years, years ago. ago. Five yeah. years ago, and they did the g- documentary after, after that. After that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that. We were lucky enough to go together with uh, Daniel to see that documentary. And yeah, there's so many cool things about it. I'm honestly, you know, I like watching documentaries at home because I don't know. I feel like they're a bit heavy when I go to a cinema mm-hmm. and everything is is dark. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Overwhelmed. Yeah, kind of, you know, <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're just too heavy. But then when I'm at home, I have proper time to sit down and, you know, consume and absorb everything that they're saying okay, but okay. this documentary was really really cool before that daniel can you please uh, just put the next yeah song? so so just go and also see marshland the movie oh, that we yes. talked about so it's Mar- a really good one i mean it's i highly recommend it Mar- spain mm. it's the 80s uh it's a thriller detectives murders drug trafficking and in spanish and so in spanish <laughs> so i mean it's a really good movie you will yeah. like it uh, that movie, sadly, that's not the kind of movie you find in the cinema, is it? No, <laughs> I don't think so. But, uh, but you can find yeah. it online. Yeah, anyway, I mean, I it's so. it. You can fairly find it fairly. Yeah, because it's also f- from 2014. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's quite old, isn't it? It's well, a little bit old. Old for c- for cinemas. Yeah. But yeah, so um, there you go. The first one on your list, Spanish movie Marshland, uh, is pretty good. So if you don't have anything to do next weekend. You can just play it and see what you like about it. Next song is Leonis Torres and Esto Mirada is what do you how do you translate that? Is it's your look? Is is your look? Yeah, probably. No, is your is your eyes? No, yeah. is it? I don't know. It sounds m- way more romantic in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, guys. So there you go. Esos ojos que algo están buscando y hacen blanco en mí Suave que me estás matando amor, suave que me vuelves loco amor Porque te quiero tanto niña, dime lo que has hecho para quererte así Y nunca quiero que te vayas, yo solo quiero que me quieras tú Tú, solo tú, que llegas a mi vida y me das la luz Para ti puede que yo no sea nada, pero tú eres todo para mí Suave que me estás matando, que estás acabando con mi corazón Es un deseo que me está llamando y no lo puedo controlar porque Es tu mirada que me vuelve loco, es tu mirada que me contamina Es tu mirada que me está matando amor y aunque no quiera siempre me domina Es tu mirada que me vuelve loco, es tu mirada que me contamina Es tu mirada que me está matando amor y aunque no quiera siempre me domina Tú sigues siendo mi curandera 
Y yo te juro que no entiendo nada Cuando yo siento tu mirada Pero mi niña, ¿qué tienes? Que siento que tu amor no me conviene Será que me tiene embrujado Y no le puedo dar velado Y suave que me está matando Que estás acabando con mi corazón Es tu deseo que me está llamando Y no lo puedo controlar Porque es tu mirada que me vuelve loco Siempre me domina Es tu mirada que me está matando amor Y aunque no quiera siempre me domina Es tu mirada que me está matando amor Y aunque no quiera siempre me domina Es una sensación extraña y ese daño Y al mismo tiempo me fascina Es tu mirada que me está matando amor no quiera siempre me domina. Mira ves como el sol te alumbra, que quema, con sutileza me enciende las penas. Mirada que me está matando amor, y aunque no quiera siempre me domina. Cuando tú me miras, miras entera todo el barrio y la vecina. Es tu mirada que me está matando amor, y aunque no quiera siempre me domina. Ay mira yo quiero llevar a la corte esa mirada tuya que es asesina. Es tu mirada que me está matando amor. Siempre me domina, siempre me domina, tu mirada, siempre me domina, tu mirada, eh. es tu mirada que me está matando, amor, aunque no quiera siempre me domina. Siento que me voy perdiendo dentro de tus ojos, siento un hechizo que enamora mi sentido, mujer, siento que tu cuerpo me envuelve, me llama, siento que he perdido la razón. Siento que salió volando mi conciencia atrás de ti. Andabas Leonidas Torres, es tu mirada, es your look, es your. It's the first time I ever. Do you hear it? It's good. Song. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm trying, guys. Just so you know, I'm trying. All the music that I'm uh, showing you is music that is not really that popular even back home. You know, so it is good, but it's not something that you will, you know, you will listen on a street when you're passing around or whatever. Yeah, know? but it's so amazing. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, Daniel, Gabo, Gabo, Gabo. What is it? The magic. The magic of reality. Of reality. Yeah. So, Yes, so just to start with, uh, Gabo is Gabriel Garcia Marquez, right? Yeah, that's the way that people call him in yeah. Colombia and mm. I think pretty much in all South America. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way his friends used to call him. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know I don't know why <laughs> if we are not his friends, never were friends, but all Colombia <laughs> call him Gabo. Yeah, and uh, well, one the thing why what he's recognized for is that he created in terms of literature, he created the magic realism yeah well the magic realism is an actual genre yeah in, lit in literature, literature right yeah. and he created it basically. yeah 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 he basically created it uh, it's uh i think it's a mix between i mean how to explain the complex realities that our countries in south america and particularly he speaks about the countries in the caribbean because he's from the caribbean region of colombia mm. how mm. how how magic could try could explain these realities. Mm. So, for example, there's this part on this documentary that he says to a friend when he's writing this book, he says, I'm going to write it and I'm going to explain it 
as my grandma would mm. do it. Yeah. And he says that also that his grandma was uh she really believed in magic and witches and mm. yeah, all the things. So he said, I'm gonna tell this story as my mom would tell. Mm. As my grandma would tell. So yeah, it's it's quite amazing. Uh this is this is the 100 Years of Solitude, the, the book that yes. I'm talking about, the story that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what he he, he yeah. created, and he and became extremely, extremely popular. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was I was I was reading the other day that, for example, uh, for one of the books that he wrote, The Autumn of the Patriarch, mm. which is uh, uh, for me is my favorite book of Garcia Marquez. Mm. For that book. <coughs> the publishers printed one million copies. Oh wow! Okay, which was a lot. Mm. And recently, the the this Peruvian Nobel Prize also, mm. Mario Vargallosa, he recently published his latest book, and they made one hundred and thousand copies. Mm. And it was like wow, one hundred and thousand copies. Nobody print those movie, th those kind of books uh, yeah, again. That number of that books. number of books again. And yeah. it's like, yeah, just 20 years ago, Gabriel Garcia Marquez printed a million Tw copies. Yeah, 20 years ago was, uh, was 2000, no, it was uh, 1999. Exactly. So yeah, that wasn't that, I mean, we had internet and all that. By exactly. Back, so. so it was like, yeah. Yeah. He, wa he, he was a success in terms of uh, the critic loved him, the publishers loved him, the mm. public loved him. So, yeah, he was a success in terms of sales, in terms of critics, in yeah. terms of, yeah. What I, what I found really interesting about the documentary was how they, um, they, they tell the audience how this guy was, even though he wasn't a politician, mm -hmm. he was very involved with politics. He was but he was never a guy who ran for anything, you know. He's not like he was, you know, doing political speeches or anything, but he was, apparently he was friends of all these uh, key politicians in, yeah. in, in that area like um, Fidel Castro and yeah. Bill Clinton he was friend of yeah he yeah. was friend of Fidel Castro Bill Clinton uh, he was also friend of the former president of Colombia Juan yeah. Manuel Santos mm. he was I mean yeah. and the president at the time Gaviria right exactly yeah, Gaviria yeah. and uh, well one thing that really caught my attention is that they claim the documentary claims that um, uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez was a key was super, super close to end the Cuban embargo. Yeah, he was. That just by kind of like talking to his friends, you know, like, please. You know? Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. Yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. You yeah, know? They, they, they say that in the documentary, right? Yeah, how, how close he was because of his mm. friendship with um, Bill Clinton and, and Fidel. Mm. He was kind of the bridge between yeah, those he two. He was kind of the link because both of them loved his his yeah. his books, and and, <laughs> he, and 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 of course he was a really smart. I mean, and they were really close until mm. the government, until the Congress of the United States decided that in order to end that embargo, they needed they need it needs to be a law. So mm. when this was happening and Gabo was talking to Clinton and Fidel the president of the United States could have done it with an executive order. Oh, and that's yeah. what they were going to do. Yeah. But then the Congress came and said, no, the president cannot do this with an executive order. They need the Congress to yeah. authorize and that's it. When everything and that's when everything... So he was yeah. ready to do it. He, it was, it he was, was so close to do it. Yeah, and just That would have changed the whole <laughs> world, man. I know, right? And it's so... I find it so interesting because 
you, you know, you don't talk about uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez like being an activist and rallying people up and trying to. But 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 he was. But he was, but not in he a political way. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Or kind of. It? Yeah, I think he he also had a magazine in Colombia called mm. Alternativa. Yeah, alternative. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. it was a journalist uh, magazine mm. when the journalist basically tried is to investigate and report and it had a really um, strong line I mean oh, about yeah. what journalism is supposed to do yeah so yeah it was so it was a little bit yeah it was a little bit yeah what I really like is that you know in that time Bill Clinton and Fidel Castro two guys who were so opposite in their views yeah. they almost got to an agreement oh well they did get to an agreement yeah because of uh, the literature and because of the personality of uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, and that's that's just super admirable. You know, it's like just two really fierce political enemies became friends because of this guy. You know, yeah, and that's that's very very hard to. Um, that's just you know admirable. In when he won the Nobel Prize, he was also, you know, when they asked him, so what are you gonna do? What is he, he said something like, uh, they asked him, hey, what are you going to do? Oh, how do you feel about winning the Nobel Prize? He's like, oh, I feel okay. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, like and that. they asked him, is this the most important date in your life? And he said, no, the most important date <laughs> in my life is when I was born. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was very yeah. catchy. He was very uh, smart with the answers mm. of his questions and... Yeah, he was quite a character. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, guys, we're reaching the ending of the show. But so, you know, there we got Marshland and we personally recommend you the uh, Gabo, the magic of reality. Yeah. And right. of course, try to find his books. They are mm. translated to every language in the world. Yes. I mean, every language you can find it in every language. Yes. Which book would you say is the must? The one that uh, you have I to I think read? the 100 Years of Solitude. Yeah. Which is his most... Uh, successful yeah. book. Well, that that was the book that kind of like created the genre. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And after that book came the the Nobel Prize. So, yeah. Yes, nice. And for those who don't know, Netflix is soon. They haven't said when yet, but soon they are launching the um, the show, yeah. the series of 100 Years of Solitude. And if you see the trailer, it's just so beautiful. Oh, there's already well, a trailer? Well, there's, there's a teaser. And it's oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll show it to you after the show. <laughs> so, guys, yeah, uh, listen to those. And, again, thanks for listening to Ensalada Latina. Daniel, thanks again for uh, being th here. Thanks to you for inviting me, bro. And uh, don't forget, every Tuesday, 8.30 a.m., if you got Twitter, follow us on... T no, if you got Instagram, follow us on Instagram. If you got Facebook, follow us on Facebook. Ensalada Latina NZ. Uh, see you guys next week. See you, Daniel. See ya.